0: 90 shows taught me I've
1: seen it before Stuck behind never-ending windows All you need is a door Searching for something To put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times It can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride right. Cause everybody needs a client So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio
2: audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you?
3: Dear Jessica, I just want to let you know that it's been really awkward between us, and I don't think that I want to get in the way of our friendship any longer. I think that would be best if you and I go our separate ways for now. Um, Don't share this email with anybody. It's really personal. Also, I stole a pair of your boots when I came over to your house. Don't hate me, but also I don't care if you hate me because we need some time apart. And now um, the part. this part of the presentation is where I click send. But I'm way too tired to pay attention to who I'm clicking send to. <laughs> and I send it to all of our listeners. And then all of our listeners net- get to know all of our personal details mm-hmm. in an email
2: blast out to everybody. The horrors. Yeah. Um, this episode... Was, I mean, first of all, the best part about this episode for me was getting to see old school AOL. And that, yeah, was, sure. that was pretty much it. Like, this, this episode yeah. is... a Listen, I don't give a shit about PC's new job. Why would it's we? A, it's a dud. And, I mean this professor that joey has should be fired we all need to just fully agree on that
3: oh yeah he's a monster an absolute monster
2: i don't appreciate how the show is like oh no but this is why he's doing it and it's through the lens and it's learning it's no he's harassing one of his students
3: Yeah absolutely I don't think this would fly uh-uh. in this day and age I think that he would be reported or at least get bad remarks on RateMyProfessor.com
2: Oh my god zero stars and get rid of that stupid earring you idiot Yeah
3: he would get zero hot peppers
2: Yeah no hot peppers he's not good looking he's no. in fact trash
3: Yeah uh, did you used to go on RateMyProfessor.com to pick your professors
2: no, but I, I like really? I remember learning about rate my professor, and I I would look my professors up on there, mm-hmm. but I certainly didn't pick my professors based off of that. No,
3: I feel like I definitely, uh, <laughs> at least graded my professors back in the day.
2: Oh, I never did. I probably should have. I don't know. I don't, I don't ever remember having like a sexy college professor. No,
3: no. All right. So my favorite professor in college, uh, who will be, we'll call him MD. Well, he's, you know, anonymous. He has a 4.2 out of five.
2: Whoa.
3: Um, he has high remarks. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of people that called him awful. Which is good.
2: Okay, wait. I'm confused, though, because isn't the pepper supposed to be how hot he is? Yeah. Or is that, like, isn't there two ratings, right? One of them is how good of a professor they are, and the other one is how sexy they are.
3: Yeah, I know. This is just overall general.
2: I don't Um, know if I was, like, more hormonal in high school, but I feel like I had way hotter high school teachers than I did professors.
3: Now, they might have taken away the spicy hot pepper, (gasps) because I don't see it anymore. I
2: mean, it's probably not great in a 2023 yeah. world but like well, I want to I mean, know what professors are attractive
3: me too. yeah it just looks like quality and difficulty are the only things that are Ooh, great <laughs> we hate
2: being woke about this attractiveness of our teachers yeah yeah oh sad oh well I mean um, I guess like I guess if you were thinking about it like I think yeah. it would be kind of gross to rate women like on a spicy pepper scale but yeah I suppose
3: Okay, Whatever. so some of these are from, like, 2010, which was definitely when I was in his school. So I have a feeling that one of these is probably mine.
2: <laughs> Can you find it? Do you know which one it is? Uh, is that Okay, hysterical? let's see.
3: Uh I
2: I like they don't
3: use usernames, but Jesus, Professor MD is the best professor in interior design department. I recommend him for any available classes that he's teaching. He's very skilled and talented in his profession. He'll push you to your limits and pass them. His class consisted of a lot of hard work, but it was very beneficial. If you take him, you won't regret it. Oh, wait, hold on. If you don't take him, you won't... that could be me. That could okay. be me. Um professor md is great at explaining you'll learn a lot uh you'll definitely want to enroll in his classes i feel like one of these could possibly be me but i'm not sure yeah i was but like this was like the professor where i like just totally hung out with him in his office all the time
2: yeah he was my friend i did not have any professors that i liked that much um let's Talk, like so, season season six, episode three. We haven't even said the title. The important of not being too earnest. What a yeah. dud of a title, too. Uh,
3: yeah. I guess the thing is that we the the advice that they're giving is never speak your mind, never open up with your feelings, be closed off. Yeah, yeah. Never tell people anything that you're thinking. Uh, that's the lesson.
2: It's really frustrating that we got like as spicy of a ending to the last episode as we did yeah a nice spicy pepper and then we open up and it's like oh dawson is only going to be in this episode for 0.2 seconds it's going to be at the very end and it's not even going to really matter so yeah
3: i mean this episode blows but what are we going to do about it nothing
2: yeah so i guess let's talk about it we might as well we're here already so we might as well talk about it um We start out with Joey trying to like type this email to Dawson is taking her a century and a half. Again, like I said, she has AOL open, which is of a time.
3: Yeah, they only write emails in Geneva uh, font in Mm -hmm. size 14. Which size think-
2: 14 is a massive size font.
3: That's what I was going to say. I feel like that's a really large size. For I don't mind email. Geneva,
2: but size 14. Holy fuck. I feel like 12 is the max you could do. Are you? Yeah, and like I an think that
3: person? an 11 is really good.
2: I think 11 is probably the ideal.
3: Yeah. Also, Joey's nails are really fucking creepy. I'm not going to lie, because there's some that are really short and there's some that are really long.
2: Yeah, that's weird. Where where is Katie Holmes manicurist? Yeah, where come? is Katie
3: Holmes manicurist? And then Audrey comes in and she looks like she's like just came back from her job at the accounting firm. Like, what she's is that She's a business outfit?
2: bitch. She, she wears this outfit. This okay, this reminds me, Sarah, of back when we covered Boy Meets World and suddenly Topanga was dressing in like business bitch outfits all the time. <laughs> and we true. were like, What is up with this? Yeah. Cause don't you remember there was a moment in time, although I think it might be more late aughts. Like yeah. I'm thinking, like 2009 ish, yeah. where people wore so many pinstripes, like they were mm-hmm. like business cash everywhere for no yeah. fucking reason.
3: Yeah, it's the the meme where it's like, oh, you're wearing uh like uh you know business casual when you go out to the club.
2: Yeah, and that's what it looks like, especially combined with I again, I love the short hair. But, like, the way she has it styled in this episode, it, like, comes out at the bottoms a little bit. Like, flukes yeah, out a little bit.
3: Out, like a Carol Brady.
2: This is why I'm not. saying, like, you need
3: to cut off, like, another inch to make it chic.
2: No, no, no. See, I don't think it's the hair's fault. I think it's the outfit influencing the hair. That's the problem in this situation. Um, but I do love uh, – so, Audrey has, a like, a grandpa view on things. And it's very funny to me that she says – email expression is the scourge of the modern age the yeah. internet has made it way too easy to express oneself which, yeah you're sounding like a boomer yeah. audrey yes yeah, she really is and i think it's really funny that she's just like listen you should just call dawson and joey's like no we'll get into this like pattern again where we just fall back into our old ways email is safer And so then Audrey gives the advice of, okay, fine. If you're going to write an email, get as ooey-gooey as you want. Say everything Mm -hmm. that you want to say that you can't say to his face. And so –
3: Decent advice.
2: I mean, it's not bad advice. I do think there needs to be some form of editing, though. Like, if I'm Joey, I'm like, maybe – I mean – I feel like Audrey and Joey are close enough at this point, and Audrey is aware of all the drama that yeah. like it wouldn't be the biggest deal for Audrey to like do a little proofread, you
3: know, ah uh, yeah, I think that's that's a pretty good idea. And I mean, nonetheless, like you know, if Joey doesn't want anybody to see it at the very least, ah everyone everybody did. yeah you know what I mean?
2: So yeah, have you well, um? have you ever had this situation where you're sending out this like massive heartfelt email? I'm not saying like you, you accidentally sent it to someone else, but like, have you ever sent out like a big heartfelt email like this?
3: I remember when I first started in college, um, my boyfriend and I used to write emails to each other and they were pretty heartfelt, but I think that they also involved like, miss you wish i was with you you know yeah. Yeah. I, I mean i don't know like i don't i mean i don't know if i've ever actually wrote an email that was heartfelt and sent it out to somebody or a letter i think i've written letters but I never ultimately got to the person
2: mm, interesting
3: i mean what about you i'm not a very good writer i feel like i'm better with the spoken word
2: um no this isn't really my style to like send heartfelt letters and yeah. emails and stuff. Um mm-hmm. should I you know, attempt it? I mean, you can. I like the I like the idea of like honestly, I feel like the written letter is better than email at this point because we've mm-hmm. kind of reversed our stance where we're more like back to the basics in this world of like oh, it's so heartfelt to get a handwritten note. But also my fucking hand cramps up instantly. This isn't third grade anymore. I can't just be writing out letters all day. You know, my Maybe hand Maybe you cramps. should
3: just write more, ma'am. I don't want to. It's weird. <laughs> uh, so she starts writing this letter. You know, my biggest complaint about this episode is the fact that we actually don't know what the letter says. And we can try to piece together bits and pieces. So from what I can see, it says, Dear Dawson, I don't know where to begin. I mean, it's big same, Joey. Because I'm an idiot. (laughs) Well, okay. I I mean, yeah, Joey, that is true. You are an idiot. I don't know why you feel like you are an idiot, though, especially based off of the last uh, episode where I still think that you were not in the wrong. But, okay, so she says, I don't know what to say because I'm an idiot. She's writing this letter all damn day. So much so that you can see in the background of their dorm room that it's becoming dark out. It's
2: insane to me. Like, I, listen, and I'm not someone who is, like, a take-your-time kind of gal. I'm a rush-through-it kind of gal. Like, we all know this about me. I'm an efficiency gal. I'm not going to waste my day. I don't understand how it takes hours to write this email. Like, literally, I could write out all my feelings in, like, 20 minutes tops. So I don't understand how it's taking her all damn day to the point, Sarah, where we see Audrey pass the fuck out on the bed by the time she finishes.
3: Yeah, she's tired. She's tired. If Joey didn't take so long, then Audrey wouldn't have slept and then she would have proofread and made sure that she was sending it to the right person. Maybe she is an idiot, but not for the same reasons that she thinks that she's an yeah, idiot.
2: Yeah, and so she's writing this email, and like like you said, we don't even get to see it all. There's like points where it says, like, I don't know how to be together, not in the present something. I thought this would be the time, something getting in the way. Uh, looks, uh, It's like we're trying to stop the other one from something. Maybe we need to grow up separately. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know if I'll be here when you turn around. Like, it's Okay, wait, hold on.
3: Is this – did they not – is the issue that they didn't even write the letter? They just had uh, Katie Holmes say, okay, I want you to just type random shit. It feels like that might be the case. And just make it look like you're writing this letter.
2: Is that the problem? Like, who was not able to write the letter? I also, like, it feels very much of the – um. I don't know if you remember the Friends episode where, like, Rachel writes out all her feelings to yeah, Ross and then course. makes him read them at, like, 3 in the morning. How and many it was, pages like, from 17 back? pages, front, front and back! Back. back! Front and back. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's um, like Okay, that. so, like, <clears throat> if you were to write this letter, what what's the points that we want to hit? Like, number one, I hate the fact that you blew up at – well, that you weren't being honest with me. Yeah. I hate the fact that, flag. like, no matter what – even though we're supposed to be soulmates we're never able to talk about um talk to each other honestly and openly yeah. and maybe that
2: means like you and i are not meant to be together like maybe I just don't understand how this took so long like how cuz we when we see her professor hand this out it's a big packet like i don't understand how she has that much to say unless she's bringing in their entire life's body of work oh
3: so we need to maybe she's just creating a timeline to remember like
2: really feels like (laughs) it oh when we were six that one time that you shoved me to the ground it really hurt my feelings like i feel like we're bringing
3: in old shit you know every time we think that we're going to be okay we're not so then we see joey bring up her address book and let's like look at let's take a look okay alan hartley we don't know who that is bill king uh don't know who that art by bill like what are you doing buying yeah. art from well, bill? the
2: biggest sus thing on this list is that dawson leary is listed dawson leary at worthington.edu that's what
3: i noticed this I'm guy like, doesn't go to worthington He doesn't go to worthington and then if he did then he would get the campus wide email but whatever also,
2: i do love at the bottom um the gang exclamation point <laughs> oh my yeah okay
3: so that's the creep creeps like there's that's who's in there we have the family which is like Bessie and Bodie
2: yeah uh
3: book club she's in the book club that's not surprising yeah uh and then (laughs) houseohair.com Julie at houseohair.com that's her hairstylist ridiculous that's the
2: person that's responsible for making her hair orange yeah and my favorite part is that okay Because I feel like, you know, there's talk of like in in the world of acting, right? Like difficult things to fake is like, oh, being drunk or like, right? Like those are things that are difficult. Katie Holmes can't even yawn. Like she can't even fake yawn. This girl just opens her mouth and that was a yawn.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like. Even if I think about how to yawn, that makes me yawn. That's but also, what I'm saying. Also, her like sleepy face, like she starts like rubbing her eyes and her yeah. temples like, ooh, I'm so sleepy. I'm going to accidentally send the email to the it's, wrong it's,
2: it's both super extra and not big enough.
3: Yeah. Okay. And then also on top of this, like, have you ever heard like what in what capacity would a student at Worthington need to send an email to every single student in Worthington. Yeah. Like, why
2: thing... would you have that as an option? It seems ridiculous. I will say <laughs> it feels more likely back in what like 2003 or whenever this okay, was happening what do you have to say to everybody in your entire oh, no, university n- yeah nothing nothing it's like not. I was
3: like hi come to my bake sale at worthington hall we're going to be selling cupcakes to raise money for the school dance yeah like, that's like is that what you're looking for i don't know it seems ridiculous it is like you and i went to college not to distant, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years after the fact, there's no way that I would send an email to every single person in my school.
2: Also, what kind of psychopath doesn't choose the recipient first before writing out the whole email?
3: No, 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 no. Because what happens if you send it too early? Like, I would not do that. Mm, I I put the the recipient in last in case I, like, accidentally send. Oh, see, no, I always put that in first. But also, it's like, I just feel as though... If you're that tired that you're not even able to click the right email address, then maybe you should not send the email that night because yeah, you need to proofread it. You need to proofread it because then you're probably like, "Oh my gosh, I'm like so sleepy that maybe this makes no sense." So whatever, she sends it to campus-wide email and then she mm-hmm. goes to the bed uh to go to be- to go to sleep. When I saw this, I was just like Oh, frick, Joey, I can't believe you sent the letter. It's just so stupid. It is
2: really dumb. Um, But we're waking up instead with Jack and his new roommate, Emma, Um, and uh, she's drinking this like, like, OK, Sarah, you're a fan of a smoothie. Yeah. The color of this one is a bit strange because it's, it's not su- like
3: suspect.
2: It's not green enough. To have, yeah. like, a bunch of spinach in it. It's more like a weird gray-green.
3: I think this is a protein shake.
2: It looks gross.
3: Yeah, that's. I think that that's a protein shake. It does look gross. It's like a vanilla protein shake. It looks terrible. Yeah. Jack thinks so, too. He says it's gross. Um, And then when Pacey comes downstairs from the loft area, he has to go down, like, the metal...
2: Yeah, they spiral have spiral staircase. stairs. Yeah. And he's dressed up for work. He has like a suit and tie on. Yeah. He
3: looks pretty good. I, I think mean, he looks considering.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I do agree the hair is a bit much. I'm like, I'm with Jack on that. It feels like a bit. Like it looks like it looks crunchy. Like he put too much gel or spray in it or something. Okay, but
3: Jack's hair always looks crunchy. So why is he saying that his yeah. hair looks crunchy? Takes one to know one.
2: Yeah, Jack is the king of
3: gel. Jack's <laughs> looking very good. Like, do you like this little,
2: like the tank top he's wearing? The tank top. Yeah, his I arms like it. Look good. I think he's he's showing off the bod. And why wouldn't yeah. he? You why know? wouldn't he?
3: Uh, so Emma and Jack are like nagging Pacey that he looks like a corporate goonie Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: they're kind of like making fun of him a little bit. They seem to
2: have settled in as roommates very quickly. Like they're very quickly like, oh, who's on dish duty? Who needs to go get groceries? They're very like cutesy cutesy roommate time. Yeah. So whatever. Emma's fine.
3: Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I just don't understand why all the creep creeps couldn't just move into an apartment together.
2: I agree. It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Especially if you're going to have like just have Jack and PC in a place together with like a pullout couch for when Dawson's in town. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it just makes make it makes sense.
3: Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Like it's not like I dislike Emma, but I just like don't care about her at all.
2: I, I agree with you. I feel like it's Okay. When we get new characters in a season, it's either we get, like, our Andies and Audreys who we fall in love with and yeah. are, like, our favorites, or we get, like, a Yui or, or an, an Oliver, Oliver. Yeah. where we're just like, I don't give a single fuck about these guys. <laughs> yeah, Emma feels like a little bit more in the middle in terms of, like, she seems okay, I guess. But why are we
3: introducing new characters that we're supposed to care about in the fourth quarter of the show, you know? We don't,
2: yeah, we don't care. Like We have 22
3: episodes with this girl. I don't give a shit about her. I agree. Bring back Abby Morgan from the dead, then I'll care. Please, let her rise. The ghost. (laughs) Let the ghost of Abby Morgan be the roommate. That's what I'll... That's what I would like to oh, see. That's a
2: spinoff I'd like to watch.
3: Yeah. I love how uh, talking about like waking up from the dead. Joey just jolts up from <laughs> a dead sleep and is like, yeah. what have I done? Gotta
2: check my email. Gotta check and my she email. has like a shit ton of emails from people yeah. all about like re the incident, which yeah. what a email subject line. Um, And she realizes that she sent it to everyone. And How embarrassing! She, mm-hmm, she wakes up Audrey. Audrey is again dead asleep, and Audrey, all Audrey can say is like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> not very helpful audrey this did not you know if my friend did this i would be a lot more supportive than audrey is i love
2: moment. audrey's attitude she's like i told you not to do it and then she and then joey's like that's all you have to say and audrey says i don't know it sucks to be you sucks like you to woke be you. this bitch up in a dead sleep uh, like she's okay. not gonna have anything nice to say
3: i hate okay so like when i dormed I am just, like, not the type of person that would be mad if you woke me up, but one time I woke up my college roommate to, like, I had, like, I I don't know, like, I learned something like really exciting in my head that was probably like, not that exciting, and I woke her up to tell her, and she got so mad at me. She didn't speak to me for days.
2: For days? Okay, that's a bit extra. Okay, maybe a
3: day, but she was mad at me all day. Some people just don't like to be woken up. I, I don't would not appreciate, get
2: it. like, I guess- I don't mind. It depends on what the news is, I think, right? If it's like super exciting news, wake me up. If it's yeah. not exciting enough and it is my like one day to sleep in and you wake me up, I'm I'm not going to be pleased, but I don't think I would actually be like angry angry, you know? Yeah. Cuz I can so, fall back asleep pretty easily.
3: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I hate it like don't be mad at me for things that are not that big of a deal. That's what I think. Uh so I you know what's kind of creepy? The majority of the people that have emailed her are men. Like what yeah. are they saying?
2: Hey girl, you need a guy come sit on my dick. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um this a lot. I don't know like I feel like if it's a guy yeah. it's probably like fuck Dustin come get with me girl. Yeah. I live in dorm 17B
3: probably probably it's 17B. That's
2: uh, right.
3: not 17A. <laughs> 17a is only for losers yeah 17b is the party room
2: yeah i don't know what do you think they said
3: i think you're right like i think that they're probably like you don't like hey girl if you want to like stop wasting your energy on douchebags like you know yeah especially
2: because we know that based on what the professor says later we know the contents of the email talk about the sex that they had and so like Mm. if she's talking about having sex like you know guys are gonna respond and be like
3: so like and the three girls that i saw emailed back i feel they're like
2: girly like you you okay
3: you okay (laughs) and like you just made a fatal error error yeah and so yeah so i don't know Uh, so Audrey Audrey goes back to sleep. She does not care. Uh, we see Pacey going to work at the stockbroker place and like, there's all these dude bros. Like there's one woman that works here and she's probably some douches except, um, secretary unfortunately yeah so i don't know like like we don't really care about his dude bro place like with the stocks because it's not his passion in life why we want him like if he was like I'm such a finance guy. I've always dreamed of being a stockbroker. I would be like, pop off, Pacey. Love that for you. But, like, why does he care about stockbroking and I don't care? I don't know. Like,
2: part of it is, okay, he wants, like, uh, I think the show, what the show is trying to argue is that, like, Pacey wants to impress Audrey's dad. And also, Pacey is out in the real world and he needs a, a job. However, I don't understand why he doesn't just, he has the credentials to go just go back to being in the restaurant business, which he seems to love. He seems to hate this, especially because it's like, it's a whole big game where he's like low man on the hierarchy. Yeah. He like, he ends up being late and he gets like this guy rich his boss yeah, is a total Ronaldo, fucking douchebag. yeah
3: I call him Ronaldo Ronaldo is a douche
2: okay let's call him Ronaldo Ronaldo R- fucking sucks
3: yeah Ronaldo and- is like hey like you know why are you late there's you're gonna get fired there's not enough desks for you
2: yeah, cuz they have like one of those like quote unquote like bullpen type of things for me too. I hate, or, me, this too. Place I just hate... Gives me anxiety. Yeah, first of all, it's all just white guys just hanging around selling stockbroker bullshit. Yeah. Um not for me, I don't care for this storyline whatsoever. There is a single component of this storyline that I will tell you I enjoy and it is not until the end. So, Okay. So, um, yeah.
3: okay, so here I am. I'm a new employee. I have to fight to get a desk and what I have to do is make cold calls to people and try to get them to sell stocks, right? That's Basie's job. I
2: think that's the case. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. I mean, that's you're up too. sounds terrible.
2: Honestly. Yes.
3: All right. So we are back into pop culture class. Uh, what is the school called again? Where Jack and Jen go base, to base,
2: base state base university or something.
3: Boston Bay, University Boston
2: Bay that's Boston
3: Bay. it yeah, yeah. So, so they're pop culture class which honestly I still think that I would want To go to
2: it sounds fascinating And I like this feels like college To me where I mean I do I will say I do enjoy the fact that like We do get two different college Experiences and like Joey's is much More of the private liberal Arts college with small class Sizes and stuff like that whereas uh, Jack And Jen are going to boston bay which is more of a state school and it's like they're in these massive lecture halls yeah um, exactly which is more relatable for me who went to a state school that did have a lot of these giant lecture halls
3: i never did a giant lecture hall where it was like 100 students or something I had like wild. a
2: couple hundred students really like it, was, it was i mean i so i went to um the state university at albany which is one of the suny schools and it's a really big school and we had lecture halls that could fit 300 people um and those were for your like your general education courses you know so yeah did you,
3: you have, have one that for participation, I did. I wow. did. Yep. Yeah. I think that my experience was much more like Joey's. I don't think that. I mean, there was like maybe one or two courses that I took where it was like I don't know, fifty people, maybe, or yeah. I don't. I don't know how many. But most of my courses were like Joey's, where it was like twenty or less kids. Studio courses. We knew everybody in our department. Um, yeah. You know, much more open and social and you really got to know your professors that was my experience there was even my courses that were not my interior design courses were not that big like when I took geology where I got like a freaking C because guess what you don't get to learn about pretty rocks in geology like I thought you had to learn about fucking
2: volcanoes (laughs) what a trick (laughs) (laughs) that was the biggest like oh my god i I love the idea of her you be sitting like oh my gosh i'm gonna get to look at like shiny pink and purple rocks yes like oh my god this is i thought i was gonna learn about
3: like marble and shit and then next thing i know they're like (laughs) the tectonic plates i'm like what the fuck is that yeah um i like literally just um online shopped through my class and did not pay attention and that's why i only i got a c it was like my only c C in school but anyway audrey decides like you know what screw screw worthington i'm just gonna start going to
2: classes should we be concerned about audrey because she was not into like going into classes on the first day she returned she doesn't seem to be going to classes now or is she gonna be the jack of the season and end up like failing a bunch of classes
3: Well, she's kind of being very unfocused because she, it's kind of like she just wants her and Pacey to parade around boston and like fuck around and like not have responsibilities in all honesty i think that she might be interested in transferring out of worthington it sounds like in my opinion that she went to worthington because that's where her family was able to donate money to get her in she's probably a legacy or something like that she has zero interest in the worthington like academia life, and yeah. I think that a school where like that offers classes like pop culture and like Quidditch or whatever is better suited for her. Quidditch, right? Uh, like, that's a lot more fun. Like she doesn't. I know. Like, I the- could.
2: I agree with that. I feel like the only reason she went to Worthington is like a family situation. Yeah, like that's yeah. the only reason she ended up there. But then again, we wouldn't have the amazing Audrey Joey. Roommate's well itch. that's
3: my biggest concern Like if she decides that she wants to Transfer schools does that mean That she can't Dorm with Joey anymore Well it
2: does mean that but like I mean yeah. Realistically they could get an apartment However uh, I think what's going to happen is
3: Audrey moves into The apartment Okay. Or she moves in with Jen And then Joey is assigned a roommate Who's like awful And yeah. then um, she has to then eventually she moves out and then the girls all live together
2: okay I mean I could see that I like that trajectory for sure
3: them. well whatever so she's very excited and it's kind of funny because she's like trying to socialize with Jen and Jack is so focused that yeah. she's like yeah, we we can't talk or else Jack's yeah, gonna be mad at us. This is
2: studious Jack, not fun time Jack. And the reason is he really likes the professor. Yes. So this is gonna be a storyline again. Why we're doing this again, I don't know, but here we are. Um, there's an extra credit assignment, so they're gonna have like a double feature of a sh- of a movie at the movie theater, and the professor's like everyone should come. Um, and I love, uh, one of my favorite lines this episode was Jen saying, scholarly Jack is going to make me watch Miss Congeniality again. And Audrey goes, I love that movie. I love that movie. And the, the look that Jen has on her face, like the joke, like the smiley look when then she looks at Jack. I don't know why it cracked me up so much. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, why is Jen hating on Miss Congeniality? That's a good movie.
2: I love Miss Congeniality. Um, I have a question for you, Sarah. Yeah. Why the fuck is Joey always late for class? Because she's spiraling
3: all the time. Like when you get
2: infuriating,
3: when you get in your own way all the time, then you're you're late for class. You're late. So she's She's late, late and it's upsetting.
2: But but like
3: the problem is, like if you're late, then you're just drawing attention to yourself, and you're already drawing attention to yourself. Well, she doesn't know this, but. because this email is getting passed around by professor dick
2: this guy fucking sucks so he basically so he they come in and he has printed copies of her email and he his whole like this is stupid but like his uh reason he says for doing this is because they're trying to learn about writing about sex and so it just so happened that Joey's email. She talks about sex, and she does it very poorly. And so he's trying to use this as an example of like what not to do.
3: I would sue the fuck out of him.
2: This is so ridiculous. You definitely cannot do this. Like you're basically harassing one of your students. And yes, I don't know how I don't, know how. I don't know how Joey doesn't immediately him. quit this class or report this professor.
3: Yeah. Why? Where, where's the checks and balances? And I don't. I like. I don't understand why none of the other students speak up and say this is highly inappropriate because i feel like although he's a guy of position and power within like he's the professor this is like so unacceptable i feel like i would be like excuse me this is so inappropriate and it's really like not kind of us to be making fun of her oh it's terrible i'm not gonna sit here and laugh at her this is like humiliating and why does nobody you know even think to do that
2: Yeah, no one seems to care. I'm wondering if this is, like, just typical of this professor, and they're like, hey, at least it ain't me or something. But it's pretty awful. Um, Meanwhile, PC is at work. He is on the phone. He is trying to, like, sell some kind of stocks, whatever. He's not doing a great job at it. Um, But, again, this fucking rich guy comes over, and he just is like, Razzing Pacey but also like trying to give him advice basically saying like don't go for the angle of I'm Pacey I'm sensitive you have to go for the hard sell of like you're an idiot if you don't take this deal so that he wants him to go which I feel like Sarah that's really not the right tactic I mean we see it work later but like I feel like you should lean into whatever you like lean into what your strong suit is and Pacey's strong suit is connecting with people.
3: Yeah, so I feel like how where he landed wasn't that questionable because I felt like it just sounded very like Pacey. He's a schmoozer. I mm-hmm. think that like the point of it is is that like Pacey, you are a very charismatic guy. And I think that you should spend your time in this situation yeah. schmoozing. So whether that be like a more manipulative aggressive talk or you know playing the good guy like i just really want you to win like get this money like this is like a guaranteed w for you yeah like use your capabilities of being a schmoozer to get you to sell these bonds but i don't know like what do you think about ricardo's method of mentorship
2: um this feels like typical uh men bullshit is what it feels like this feels Mm -hmm. like typical back in my day everyone had to earn their stripes and right fucking get fucked over once and then you learn like i hate this method of teaching it's not i I feel like hard work should be rewarded and if someone does a good job they should be able to first of all get credit for that hard work Mm -hmm. and second of all be rewarded like this fucker sucks
3: yeah it's very much the mentality of like hey i was i mean this is a true story like i was an unpaid intern for a really long time and back in the day when i was doing so it used to be looked as like uh you know, like a badge of honor or like, you know, everybody's done it. Like, you know, we all have to do it. We all have to, you know, it's like prestigious to like, you know, do an unpaid internship because it shows that you're a hard worker. But I think that in this day and age, like it, you know, I don't think that it like, it's not earning your stripes or whatever. It's just like, you know, abusing labor. So I feel like the the millennial boss, hopefully is that encouraging this to our little gen zers
2: i don't think so i don't think this is done anymore this way yeah,
3: but that was the thing like back in the day it was like oh like you have an unpaid internship like good for you, you got to
2: build from the ground up yeah yep hey sarah i know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the
3: Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like I I I get I don't even know what to pick.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also
3: um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful high quality hardcover books
2: plus free shipping, which came really quickly love free shipping uh you and I both chose the return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean which is a thriller about a missing girl and I honestly I really I really couldn't put it down I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period it had twists it had turns kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page (laughs) so tell me what you liked about the book then (laughs) Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is, Sarah, is that listeners can sign up for Book of the Month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code Petals for just $5. Wow, what a
3: deal. Check out Book of the Month Club for all of your reading needs.
2: Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code petals for just $5 and enjoy reading.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for 2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: In Hill's kitchen, Joey is having her first day of work. Uh, And so Emma's like, okay, go like take care of this table. And, of course, when she goes over there, everyone is talking about her email.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not surprising. I do think that – as like, here we go. Do you think that you're a gossiper?
2: Um, On a scale – I guess on a scale of 1 to a 100, <laughs> I would put myself at, like, a 60.
3: Okay. I think that this would be too juicy for me not to talk about.
2: Like okay, yeah, you would but, definitely but, be okay, talking so about like, this.
3: Is is that and maybe this is just like me being like such a hypocrite because I just said like, hey, like don't talk about this girl in class, but it's in front of her.
2: No, like, no, no. If it's in front of her, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna sound terrible. No, yeah. but I do I do feel like I, I would discuss this for sure because it's an event, right? Yeah, yeah. But they don't know that Joey is the no, author. No, they don't know. They're
3: not being malicious, but it is, it is like, too juicy not to talk about. And they're, like, three friends at a bar. Like, this is, like, totally normal bar with yeah. friends situation. And I also
2: don't know that I would say the things that they're saying, right? So like, they're, they're saying, like, really nasty she
3: just things. wants attention. yeah uh and that you know i mean who knows like maybe Maybe it is like, I don't know. I feel like this is a normal conversation. I just think that it's bad because it's right in front of Joey.
2: Yeah. And like, she's already like really revved up about this whole thing. She already is feeling really sensitive about it. And so she doesn't, it's like, she's trying to get it out of her brain by working. And yet here it is in front of her face yet again. And so, yeah. So she's just like, do you want something to eat or should I bring over a tray of bonbons? Okay, like Um, I
3: think that she's being like really embarrassing because as soon as Joey leaves, and if I was in the situation, I'd be like, what a fucking loser.
2: uh, Oh yeah, a thousand percent. (laughs) Those people are just gonna trash talk her even more. It's like,
3: uh (laughs) uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't I don't know if Joey's
2: like doing the work to get everybody to go on her side for this. No, definitely not. Um so Jen and Jack and Audrey are going to go to this like extra credit movie. Um, and, uh, Audrey is just like, I don't want to go back to Worthington because Boston Bay obviously is a party school and that's where I want to be at.
3: Yep. I think we're looking at a transfer very soon. Mm -hmm. So Jack sees his professor across the way and he's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go say hi to him before the movie starts. So he goes up and he's like, hey like so good to see you and the professor does not remember him
2: so awkward i mean the thing is it's like the professor says the class is huge like why would he remember jack well oh, because
3: jack is cute and pays attention to his lectures he's I don't know. crushing
2: really hard this is on why this
3: i, I don't like big schools you know
2: i mean it's fair it's very fair
3: i um, want something a little bit more personal preferably
2: but Jack looks a little heartbroken about He's so it. so heartbroken.
3: Yeah. He thought that he really made a good impression on this teacher. And he thought yeah. that he was going to be loved by him. And he doesn't even recognize him. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, yeah. So the- <laughs> we're back at Hell's Kitchen, which, by the way, like, do you think that – Gordon Ramsay is just gonna sue the shit out of. Wasn't this
2: before that? Like, I don't know. That's my question.
3: That's my question.
2: Let me Google. When did Gordon Ramsay Hell's Kitchen start? Yeah. Uh, he's known for blah blah blah. blah. Hell's Kitchen in two thousand four. That's close. It's that is so close. close. I mean, it's like, isn't
3: Hell's Kitchen is a neighborhood in New York, but still. It's yeah. just a, a weird coincidence. Yikes. Yeah. So Joey's working behind the bar. And of course, douchebag professor comes in and she's like, oh, do I have to do I have to do this, Emma? And Emma just like leaves her hiding trying to like, go take care of this customer. Yeah. So, she says
2: nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. Bud, and this, bud right this, yeah but this yeah. fucking guy is just like oh looks like you have a bone to pick face on like well yeah because you harassed me in class you fucking did like yeah and he to tries, tries to face. basically like oh are you gonna quit you big baby are you gonna quit and no i'm gonna just-
3: report you to the authorities and make you suffer you <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs>
2: Yeah this is stupid like Joey's just like I'm not a quitter I'm gonna stay in your class like I wish you would have told me you were gonna do this at, like at the beginning and I wouldn't have even joined it um but again we're it feels like the show wants us to like be upset with Joey but also like understand where the professor is no coming from. I, but, like, I don't yeah I refuse could have chosen
0: an harassment. actual
2: yeah he could have chosen a lit a published author like a published paperwork or whatever Versus taking something from one of his students and basically that wasn't submitted for class and -hmm. harassing her about it. It's fucked.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, the professor, I don't even know how this guy got hired at Worthington because he looks like he was taken out from the local dumpster.
2: Can I tell you who he reminds me of? Who? Do you remember the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Of course. I just watched that movie. I love that movie. Um, Okay. Do you remember Paul Rudd's character? doobie doobie he that is who he reminds me of like that beach bum who like yeah. never ended up really getting a job and just kind of like teaches surf lessons on the beach and has a yeah. ring and terrible highlights
3: yeah yeah he he's like really awful and, his and he's not even really cute to like no, he's very unattractive actually
2: yeah mostly his personality but also his face
3: um uh, yeah. but he
2: sucks and then we're again we're back with Pacey, which and and like also can I just say, uh the the what's it called the soundtrack to this episode the score behind all of Pacey's stuff where he's like driving with his boss is yeah. so nineties, <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. funny. It's like it's like one of those like you're on top of the world like. <laughs> you're in nine. Yeah. yeah.
3: I hate this episode
2: it's so bad why
3: don't we have something so good and then goes to something so every time
2: every time it's like a really great episode and then a big fat fucking dud every time
3: yeah a dud and a half yeah yeah uh so what he's giving more advice in the car who cares oh and he makes fun of his car
2: yeah, he's like, Oh, this is like it's a fine car, but it's old as shit and whatever. And yeah. so PC has to drive this fuck, Ricardo, to get a fucking brand new fancy Z eight, whatever the fuck that is. Uh yeah. Um and uh this is just supposed to be like rubbing it in Pacey's face piece of look how much money I have look at how big my shoulder pads are yeah. you could never be as good as I am. <laughs> just, he has fucking massive great- shoulder pads. He looks like he a linebacker.
3: He does. He does. This fuck. What a freaking grease monster. I what also, kind of his car hair is has
2: this? two. It's
3: a Z8. I don't know. What's a Z8? I don't Ooh, fucking there's know. There's a bird of paradise back there. Oh, um, it's a BMW. There's a BMW. It's
2: Design. oh okay if he also has too all... much product in his okay air. here i have a question yeah
3: if you can have like an unlimited budget what kind of car would you get okay
2: i'm not the person to ask this because well, that's my point like if i had a shit ton of money i still wouldn't get a fancy car because no i, I would get my i would shit. i would literally just buy a newer version of the car i already have because i really love my honda crv and i know i sound like a mom but like I love my car, so I would just get a newer version of it.
3: I don't understand people that are so into cars. Like I don't get it. Why? either. I mean, I, I like. I mean, I'm sure people are like, "Oh, Sarah, like I don't know why you're so into watching the same Taylor Swift concert." Yes, but at least our weekend. hobbies
2: don't cost like a gazillion dollars. Yeah, it's free because people are streaming <laughs> it on TikTok. <laughs> I just I don't understand car people just let us know what is it about cars that you like is it the like is it the noise that they like you know how they say oh it she purrs or whatever yeah I know it's gross um is it that is it like but like okay so it's like high like
3: okay so the purpose of cars is game from point a to point b right
2: I mean like why
3: would you want to spend like a hundred thousand dollars on a car when you can spend $30,000 on a car and it does the same thing unless
2: you're like a race car driver I really don't get it because like are you really okay if you get one of these fancy dancy sports cars are you really gonna push it to like 120 miles an hour and if so where the fuck are you doing that That, that's legal exactly it makes it makes
3: no sense we're upsetting
2: all the car people I'm sorry if you're a car person but we just don't get it
3: I mean, if you would like to tell me why it's just like so important, let me know. So Car all, people this, hit us up. all this bro talk, Pasty's inspired. So then he starts making the cold calls and he's like, hey, you fucking loser. If you don't buy this stock for me, you're going to die poor. So you better buy this stock for me this right is, now.
2: And this is worth pointing out. He's talking to a client named Mr. Topper who like is really hard to land. Like he never buys anything. And so it's a big fucking deal that Pacey gets him to buy something. Yeah, uh, And he tells Ricardo and he's just like, can you believe it? This is fantastic. And, uh, and Ricardo's like, Oh, go get me some icy cold beverages. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But little doing little does Pacey know he's going to be taking that win. Taking from the behind credit. Stuff. Yeah. Do you, which mean, I don't know how this works with this company. Who like, cares? is it? yeah, I just don't understand how Pacey doesn't get the commission when they have proof he did it. Uh, Are they commission-based? I think so. But maybe it's one of those things where the boss gets a part of all his employees' commissions because he's the boss. Can I tell you something?
3: Yeah. The fact that Pacey is so offended that Ronaldo took credit is Stupid to I me. also
2: love how we switched from Ricardo to Ronaldo. <laughs> 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 seamlessly. Okay, so Rich equals Ricardo equals Ronaldo. Let's go. Okay. I just like, it's just so stupid because, like,
3: hello PC welcome to the corporate world your bosses take credit for everything that you do
0: it's like I come
3: up up with so many amazing like ideas and work it's never winds up being my idea it's always my bosses like that's just like that's what it is like that's what they do like why are you like I I can understand if like you don't get the commission that blows but it just seems like he's like upset that he doesn't get the credit
2: but it's like Your job is not Because Pacey has not worked. I mean, we have to look at it this way. Pacey has never worked in the corporate world. So I just don't think he understands that that's how things go. Like, life's tough, get a helmet type of situation. I just don't think he gets it. I mean, like, your world, like, your wins are actually your boss's wins. (laughs) Like, Yeah, a thousand percent. But he's not worked in a corporate environment. Can I also just point out, um, Pacey's wearing a bracelet, and I'm wondering why. It's like a metal like a I don't know it's just okay
3: it's men wearing jewelry like does that give you the ick like chains I'm not into it earrings no so like
2: what, like it's not is, for me
3: are rings the only acceptable male jewelry or watches that's acceptable right watches
2: and rings are the only ones and even rings yeah. like if it's not like your wedding ring I'm a little bit like but why though yeah. Will doesn't wear any jewelry except for his wedding ring, and that's the way I What's prefer his wedding it? ring. Is uh, I don't titanium? remember. It's it's like some kind of it's it's not like it's like yeah, it's like a titanium type of whatever the fuck. I don't yeah. know.
3: Jack is the hottest person here, and I don't see one ounce of jewelry on him.
2: That's what I'm saying. Meanwhile, Jen's hair looks even worse this episode.
3: Yeah, I gotta say, like, I am backing you up this time. Her Thank hair looks you. like fucking shit.
2: It's like the weird tiny bangs, but they're also, like, pinned back, but it gives it look like a mullet. Anyway, yeah. um, so, yeah, so Jack and the girls come out of the movie Uh, and they're talking to the professor and I love the professor being like, wait a minute, Audrey, are you in my class too? And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm just hanging out. I'm just an appreciator of your work. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Um, I just like
3: your subject matter.
2: Yeah. So the girls leave and Jack is just like, oh, I just wanted to say I enjoy your class. And he goes on and on and on talking about like, oh, I just wanted to know how I could be more involved, blah, blah, blah. And the professor makes it even more awkward than it already was. And he says, like, oh, are we talking about the class? Or are we talking about me? And Jack is just, like, so nervous and fumbling over everything. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean that. Um, but the the professor is like, oh, I'm walking this way. Are you? And they start chatting. And I'm like, yeah. what in the fuck is happening but right this now? This is not
3: very weird because the thing is, is like, he kind of is, like, shaming him for – kind of crushy on him
2: exactly exactly yes and
3: also i feel like this is inappropriate because it just makes jack feel very awkward like he's already nervous to talk to this guy and the fact that he's like oh do you have a like are you interested in the subject matter or are you interested in me like that makes it weird <sighs> I hate all these professor relationships. It just doesn't ever work.
2: No, it's it's not, it's not good. It's trash. And I hope that they're not going down that path, although it does feel like they are. Um, I guess so.
3: I just would rather uh Jack hoe down all over Boston. Oh my
2: God. I I mean he was hoeing down, but they're like, oh, he can only hoe down for one episode.
3: Yeah. More hoes, please. Ooh. We are pro ho. Yeah.
2: Um, meanwhile, back at Pacey's job, his boss gives him literally four quarters for lunch.
3: Yeah, that's a stipend.
2: I don't know. That can get but, you
3: four bags of chips back then. That's I mean, plenty. apparently
2: of chips. it's they're going to eat it out of the vending machines. And so Pacey walks in and all he hears about is how great Ronaldo is because Ronaldo landed the tough sell. And Pacey's upset because obviously that was his sell.
3: In my opinion, I kind of think that Pacey's acting like a baby, but whatever.
2: Um. I guess I I I understand where PC's coming from, but I also feel like he shouldn't be surprised that Ronaldo's piece shit. I
3: mean, seriously, ooh, they have biscotti.
2: Oh, they have rice crispy treats. Wait,
3: okay. There is nothing that I love more in the corporate world than a snack room. Uh,
2: you, I mean, take out that in a corporate world in the sentence. You love a oh, snack I room in Oh, I do love general. a snack room. I love it. I love, like, the free there, snacks. If you worked for, like, Google or, like, Apple, you would lose your fucking shit. That's my
3: dream. I watch yeah. on TikTok all the time. Like, <laughs> um like people that work in the corporate world and then they go into the office and they get like free lunches and like all these snacks. Like there's this girl that works for Sephora corporate and she goes in and every single morning she has her bowl of nuts and then she has, um, her tea. So she always goes like, Oh, here's my morning nuts and tea. And then they always get like free lunches and then they have like a snack room and they bring home snacks at the end of the day.
2: All you and want is a snack room.
3: I love I really want a snack room and I like the free juice. And they have Biscotti. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, moving on. Pacey's upset. Back to Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Joey is working and in comes Eddie, her classmate from this the the shitty class. Slash and the
3: bartender at Hell's Kitchen.
2: Yes. And uh, so he says, and so she immediately is like a little bit of a snotty attitude because she thinks he's going to harass her about the whole situation because she's already been dealing with it. Yeah. Um. And he's like, and I love this from Eddie, him being like, listen, bitch, not everything is about you. I live yeah. my own fucking life because Joey sometimes does make everything about her.
3: Yeah. Excuse me, Joey. It is not your creek. It's Dawson's. Don't make everything <laughs> about you.
2: Yeah. Uh, also can and- we talk about how cute Eddie is I was just gonna say that were you he's yeah. by far the cutest guy we've had on the show
3: uh, I think so but don't don't knock Jack Jack's having a good day
2: he is but Eddie I th- it's something about the mixture of the curly hair but it's not too long Yeah, it's like just the right length mm-hmm. he has like a cute little like sassy smile I'm into yeah.
3: it do you see the Kate Hudson yet
2: um because I've, I've just i've seen this guy in other things so maybe i'm just like not the seeing
3: eyes it. i can't understand how you don't see it in i the don't eyes. See it he's I very good looking he's very he is. Good looking.
2: I, you know what i figured out what i watched him in previously he what? was in the show nashville and i watched a lot of that show
3: oh i watched the first season of nashville
2: yeah um and he's He's a lot younger here, obviously. But yeah. So I love this. He's just like, you know what? Some I love. We don't just walk off into a void when we leave your line of vision.
3: <laughs> In her opinion, it, it does.
2: Yeah, we don't so walk funny. off
3: set when we leave your
2: vision. This is so funny. So yeah. So he's just like, here you go. Serve your drinks. Come on. Do uh, you like
3: Joey's outfit where she's wearing like, no. a tiny little tank top? But underneath it she has to wear a t-shirt to not this show was, too much skin
2: this was a thing this was certainly a thing like you remember the whole like wearing a dress over jeans and like yeah. putting a shirt underneath that this yeah. was a whole thing um it looks like shit it looks ridiculous it doesn't make any sense in the modern day no it
3: really doesn't but it looks
2: terrible i'm sure
3: i'll come back eventually She's like, can't
2: can't show too much shoulder Let's, no
3: and then oh uh... i have a
2: sexy clavicle better hide that <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: yeah only the sex scenes can we see joey's skin yep all right so we're back at Graftown,, town where all the computers are like having these do you notice all these graphs on the computers they're kind this of entertaining
2: what... can you imagine being the person who works behind the scenes and has to b- make these graphs
3: yeah, it's kind of like the time where I told you that I wanted to be a coder. So then I just pulled up a Photoshop document and started interpreting what I thought coding looked like.
2: Yeah, it feels like the very it feels like the interns were put in charge of the graphs.
3: Um, yeah, uh, and tons of spreadsheets. So then Pacey's like, hey, you fucker, why did you steal my credit? <laughs> hey, you fucker. <laughs> I wanted to be the star of the day. And now you get the gold sticker.
2: And Ricardo or Ronaldo is like, you know what? That's just how it is. Walk away. It's what you do. I'm good at it. You wish you were as good as me. You wish your dick was as strong as mine was.
3: (laughs) He's like, this happened to me. This happened to my boss. It happened to his boss. Yeah. This is just part of the world. And one day you'll be just like me. Get on my shoulder pad
2: level, bro. <laughs> Your suit is not even at my level. Like literally, this guy's shoulder pads take up the entire width of the camera frame. Yeah, but bro,
3: do you like my tie though? Like, tell hate, me you like my tie. I think tie. his tie
2: is really ugly. It's horrible. Yeah, I hate it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and oh, he's yeah. like, you know what? Stop being a baby. You either deal with it or you leave. No, the options yours. I don't even care.
2: Yeah, and that's that.
3: That's um, that. Let's that's- get
2: to the bar to have some fun because that is so fucking boring i can't even take it um <laughs> so rat house kitchen which you were right this is going to be the hot spot of the season i love that i love
3: this new spot it's kind of better than grams's house i'm not gonna lie
2: i mean it's more hopping and bopping for sure yeah,
3: yeah. so wait does somebody call joey a bar wench yeah pretty she much. she calls
2: herself a bar wench
3: yeah she is a bar wench so they just are Always drinking Coca Cola, but this is what doesn't make sense. They have a picture of Coca Cola, and then Joey brings glasses of Coca Cola.
2: <laughs> they're fucking thirsty, and they need the caffeine. <laughs> I it's mean, so
3: there has to be whiskey in this shit, right? This is
2: dumb. Yeah, and so Joey's like still panicking, like, "Oh, I've had the worst day." And then they're like, "Oh, does Dawson know?" She says, "No, it wasn't even addressed to him." And Jen says, eh, "That's probably a good thing." Yeah. <laughs>
3: not sure because his email address says at worthington.edu i know yeah so could have went so, to him okay so uh <laughs> i hate these people
2: it's ridiculous so um uh pacey comes in and audrey like basically tackles him and she's like you can never go back to work this was
3: cute this was cute
2: She yeah. was just like i miss you so much yeah like, except I-, I feel like I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit of like a codependency bug happening with, oh you know, my with Audrey God. and yep. Pacey.
3: So codependent, but also it's kind of cute because she's like, I missed you.
2: Yeah. Um, look. Uh, But yeah, and so PC's just like, "Um, save a seat for me. I have to go freshen up. Um, And Jen rightly points out that Eddie is adorable. Adorable.
3: Very cute guy.
2: Yeah. Hooray, um, and I, Audrey's obsession with Emma continues. How is it living with her? Does she run around in her underwear and ask you guys to zip things up for her? <laughs> it's like
3: when you live with a guy. What's the first thing you ask them to do? Obviously, it's to hammer things
2: <laughs> like you.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: I find myself hilarious.
3: Yeah. Anyway, I think you are.
2: Thank you. Uh, Pacey pulls Audrey outside and is like, listen, my job sucks and this is what happened. And Audrey tries to say like, oh, he can't get away with it. It doesn't sound great. Like, why don't you quit? And Pacey's like, because I live in the real world and I have to pay rent.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's like, she doesn't get it. Like, honestly, number one, she's very young. Number two, she is from a affluent background and I guess like it is easier for her to not have, like, not, not see the world in, like, big responsibilities. And also, like, they're kind of in different stages in life. Like, Pacey's yes. out in the real world and she's still in school. And I think it's understandable that they're kind of not seeing eye to eye. Like, she kind of just can't get it right now. Yeah,
2: this is, okay, so this is what I will say to this. This is the one part of the Pacey storyline I'm really liking. And the reason I'm liking it is because this is so realistic that PC, who isn't in college like the rest of them, or even if he was in college, he doesn't come from money. He needs to have a job to be able to make a living to pay for things because no one's going to no. do that for him. Whereas Audrey, and it, this isn't like a judgmental thing, like Audrey just comes from more money. So she doesn't have to have a job. It's not something she has to worry about. She's yeah. able to. To live, like, because right, Audrey is like, your 20s are supposed to be the best time in your life. Like, why are you killing yourself? And he's like, because I don't have a choice like you do. Like, we have different backgrounds. And I like that they're putting that in the show because number one, This is a real thing that happens with a lot of couples, especially if they're, these two don't really have an age difference, but especially like, imagine if you had like a 20 year old with like a 25 year old, like you're at different stages. Yeah. And on top of that, if they're going to break Pacey and Audrey up, it feels better to have like an actual reason like this versus like a Jen and Dawson where they try to make up a reason of like, oh, there's no passion.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so I liked this because they didn't break up here at all. But like it is something that is going to put a a little bit of a wedge between them because Audrey wants to have fun and live up her 20s. And PC, while he wants to do that, he has to like deal with real life consequences. Right.
3: Yeah, exactly. They're just not uh, in the same stages of life, you know, like it's it goes with the old expression, you know, um, chemistry. Wait, relationships are 50 percent chemistry, 50 percent timing right? Like, maybe if they were in a better place where both of them were adults and had to work, like, maybe they would work out at the end. Because, like, I do think that they have, like, the correct amount of, like, chemistry with each other. But I think that, like, Pacey's just, like, really stressed because he has to like, figure out his life.
2: Yeah. And I think Audrey is living in a little bit more of a fantasy world where she's like, let's just have fun. Yeah. And Pacey has real life struggles to, to worry about. He's
3: got bills to pay. He He's does. he stocks to sell.
2: Yeah. And I don't, and I think like it's worth pointing out that neither one of these two are incorrect, right? Like if Audrey wants to live it up in her 20s and just blow things off and have a good time, that's her prerogative and she should be able to do that. Maybe Pacey just isn't the guy to do that with. And same thing yeah. with Pacey where Pacey Maybe he doesn't want to be living in the real world like he is, but he has to. He's kind of forced to. And he maybe needs someone who is uh willing to either like understand that and be okay with that, or like who's also in the in the real world, like paying bills and going to a nine to five job. Um, yeah. so I like that, that like we're putting a pin in this because they do leave and they do like insinuate they're gonna go home and have sex and everything. So they're certainly not arguing. Um
3: no, but it's just like little breadcrumbs to explain like why this relationship at least at this time can't
2: work out yeah so they leave um and uh then we're back inside hell's kitchen and jack and jen are leaving um and uh joey goes to finish like cleaning up and eddie gives her her share of the tips which is nice
3: um i mean at as expected, like what she's not going to get paid.
2: I know. I guess she like wasn't expecting to get <laughs> this clips. is like the
3: bare minimum of like what yeah. No, of course. Making...
2: And then the funniest thing to me happens. So like this fucking same ass song that was on last episode comes out What on, a coincidence! And Joey's like, uh, she just like she has this like faraway look in her face,
3: forlorn, forlorn ed- look.
2: And Eddie throws her a bone and is like, oh, I hate this song. And then he just fucking assaults the jukebox. He Fonzies
3: it. Not Fonzie. <laughs> Who am I thinking about?
2: Is it? Are you thinking of Fonzie from Happy Days?
3: Oh, yeah. Fonzie.
2: Yeah, the Fonzie. Wait,
3: what's that hey. bear named? What's that bear named from? Fozzie Bear. Oh, okay. I kind of got like a little. <laughs> I kind of got like a little. Like You're like, oh, no, there.
2: it's Fozzie Bear Kicks jukeboxes. <laughs> Maybe they both do. You never know. Uh, So he goes and kicks it off and then they clear some tables together. And it's like, obviously, there's chemistry between them. Come on now. Joey always argues with whoever she's going to end up dating. So we've already gotten the arguing out of the way.
3: Well, good for Joey. Love for you to get a boyfriend. That's not a creep creep.
2: Truly. Um, So then uh, Emma and Jack are at the apartment in the morning Um, Jack rolls out of bed down the stairs, and we find out that Pacey woke up early, did all the dishes, and left before anyone else was even up.
3: Uh yeah, I mean like Pacey's a very considerate roommate. I'm not surprised by this. Plus, he it's not you know, I've been thinking about like the fact that like men kind of need time to live on their own to not rely on like women or their mom or the family member or whomever. To, like, you know, like, do shit for them. Like, you know, Pacey, like, lived on his own for a while and had to take care of himself. And that makes him, like, a, you know, a nice little adult. Because if not, guess what? If you go, if there's, like, people that, like, go from, like, living with, uh, in home to, like, a girlfriend. then the girlfriend's stuck doing the laundry.
2: That's fucking bullshit. I mean, I got allegedly. very lucky. <laughs> allegedly.
3: Allegedly.
2: I got very lucky when so will when will moved in with me he had already had experiences like at college he did dorms but then he mm-hmm. only did that for a little bit then he lived with like a bunch of roommates in a house yeah so he did that experience then he moved back home but then he lived up here for like at least four months before we started dating so like mm-hmm. he did he lived alone. so he had the time to like he's a very i'm gonna tell you yeah. will is the cleanest guy I've ever lived with. Love that By for you. love far. that for you. In fact, I would wager to say that I am the messier of the two mm-hmm. of us in terms yeah. of like, if I'm sitting on the couch and I finish a Bev that night, I don't necessarily like put my drink in the sink or put my, like, you know, put the can away or whatever. Sure. always does. Um.
3: So my question is like the biggest sin that I think that guys do are every single time you wash the sink that's when they decide to shave it is so effing annoying
2: yeah no I don't have that issue because oh he doesn't shave doesn't shave he trims his beard about like maybe once a month or so and I'm gonna tell you I can't ever tell that he has wow he's so clean about it I don't even know where the hair goes I
3: hate the little beard hairs in the sink it i makes understand me that want to slam well, my quite, head against a wall
2: they're also quite puby so okay, that's
3: not what they have a problem with <laughs> it's just that it's, it always just happens right when you clean the sink and it just makes Isn't me so there, like mad. a thing
2: they could get to make it cleaner like yeah it's called how does it get respect. everywhere is my question it's just called respect and cleaning after you do it
3: it literally makes me want to bang my head against the wall
2: I see living with someone like that would drive me crazy, especially someone who like doesn't put the lid back on the toothpaste or Mm -hmm. like, like that clean off the toothpaste head. Like I never have any of these issues. I will say it's just something that like in my head would drive me crazy. Thankfully will is about the, yeah, he's pretty clean. Like we're both bad with laundry, but that is just a thing, you know?
3: Yeah. So Emma is liking her situation a lot more Her and Jack are developing their friendship. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Um, So he's very embarrassed. He doesn't really want to go to class because how he embarrassed himself in front of the professor yesterday. Yeah. And um, I, I think like, I mean, I like it when Jack makes friends. So I'm hoping that Emma is going to be like a good sounding board for him.
2: I so i feel like they're gonna get like as close as roommates generally get on television shows yeah. you know um yeah. she and... asks if he really fancies him yeah do you really fancy him how was that
3: that was pretty good thank and he... you yeah Um so
2: yeah so then we're joey is fucking late yet again to class hmm ridiculous oh sorry we do see pacey at work super super early and ronaldo is like oh good morning good morning yeah
3: did you hear that he called mr fricky earlier in the episode
2: who the fuck is mr fricky
3: isn't mr fricky the guy that was um went to the potter b&b oh my
2: god the reviewer i think so Oh, he called Mr. Fricky. I didn't hear that. I think
3: so, yeah. I thought that's that wild. was a really cute uh, little Easter egg.
2: That's fun. Yeah, yeah, so Joey is
3: late for class again, which is honestly, like, Joey, come on.
2: Get your shit together, girl. I just
3: think that that's where she could get her running in.
2: <laughs> She's like, oh, man, I missed my morning jog. Because, like, obviously Audrey's not jogging with her anymore. She did it once, and that was enough for her. Yeah. Um. So she has to get her morning jog in on her way to class. But then she decides to poke at the professor and be like, oh, I'm sorry I'm late. But the first half of her class is usually when you reveal how bitter you are, how moronic we are, and how literature is dead.
3: I like this. This is classic Joey snark. And this is yeah. like the best of Joey's. So for her to fight back, I really appreciate And he lays off. And then he goes to harass a different student. And cute little Eddie gives her a little smile and a wink. Yeah, he's like, I'm proud of you, Joey, from across the way.
2: Yeah, love that for her.
3: Yeah. All right, so hooray. We get a future relationship. And then we finally, Finally. one minutes into the episode, we finally see Dawson, which is like, Where's where is he? Why can't we see him more than two seconds? Like, I want to see more James Vanderbeek on my screen.
2: No, we all all we get is him also writing in Geneva size fourteen. Dear yeah. Joey,
3: this is why they're soulmates because they both write in Geneva size fourteen.
2: Yeah, he's like, I but was call hold on, one you. more thing, one more thing. Yeah, he
3: does write in only bold, and I thought that was monstrous.
2: Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> that is so fucked. What are you doing? You can't write in only
3: bold. I was oh, going to no. call you about five times yesterday until until what? I don't know. And then he, he deletes, deletes it. it and he has to go. He deletes it because then Todd is like, hey, you, you know, mate, you got to come over here. And hey, yo,
2: mate.
3: Hey, um, oh, mate
2: um what how many episodes until dawson and joey actually connect and figure out their issues or well, not figure out their issues because that's a lifelong process but at least they reconnect. <laughs> never
3: uh i don't know like two more episodes
2: okay i mean um come on are we,
3: gonna
2: are we do ready? this forever i mean if probably it's dawson and joey they, they it never ends never um, are we ready to get into some feedback from the listeners? Yeah, totally. So I want to go back and talk, um, a, a read a message from Soul Meets Lens, which was actually from like episodes one and two, but it's very funny. So I got to get into it. Yes, please. Um, episode one was terrible. What was that stupid voiceover? I knew you were gonna slam Jen's hair, but I love it. Episode two, maybe unpopular opinion, I was repulsed and sort of annoyed with Joey and Dawson hooking up. Stupid Hallmark movie snow globe trash was hard. No. <laughs> oh, PC's look is like a children's party magician.
3: Yes. Very that. <laughs> very that.
2: Uh, is Jen going to finally get her hot romance with my man Jensen Ackles? I'm so jealous. That's the guy from um, Supernatural. Who's uh, which he? also, he didn't even make an appearance this episode. No. I mean,
3: giving me no points. Truly. I heard from like 30 listeners and they said that no. we should
2: switch. Okay. I knew, you were, I, kn- I knew before you finished the sentence, you're not allowed to swap out him and Eddie. Everybody's like,
3: Sarah, I feel really bad for you.
2: No one said that.
3: I know that your parathyroid issues are coming back. Oh, so stop it. You
2: really should be able <laughs> to switch it out. Oh, my God. A uh, PC interviewing with yet another Twin Peaks actor, weird trend. I wonder who is bringing them all over. The dude from Joey's class is far too invested in what Joey did in class. Like, how is it personally impacting him? I'm getting a vibe from their interaction that, that was probably why we had to get Dawson to fuck off already. Am I wrong to be so glad that they're not going to work out? Emma's annoying with that apartment seems cool. That apartment does seem cool. Very cool. I really want to live in that apartment um so that was about episodes one and two let's uh hear what joy has to say about this episode uh she said she did try to read joey's email but she couldn't see it very well but she says she's pretty sure the gist of it is a big fuck you to dawson and i couldn't be happier. (laughs) finally they're gonna break this codependent attachment they have to each other um uh, she says it's been a long time. Oh my God. Yes. Been a long time since she's been in college. She doesn't remember a campus wide option for email.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's impossible, but even if there was in what
2: world would you need to do that? That's just my biggest question. Yeah. Uh, how does Pacey slapping Jack's ass in a funny platonic way, have more chemistry than Joey and Dawson's sex scene? Because it does. <laughs> oh my god uh she says oh i hate rich rinaldi oh that's why you thought his name was Ronaldo, or would you just say ricardo yeah. it doesn't
3: matter uh, all the above
2: uh just another shitty mentor for pc love audrey jack and jen but audrey not in class is concerning right yeah, yeah. very concerning very very concerning yeah
3: i haven't seen her participate in school once but then again I never had. So yeah. maybe this is not that different. I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> Professor Hudson sucks. I refuse to believe that Casey let PC lets his car get that dirty. Also, this conversation with Rich about the car and who PC is, just like the one PC had with Brecker at the end of season mm-hmm. five is going to impact PC and probably not in a positive way. I wish he could have a good mentor, but no, we get this dick instead. That's so yeah. true. He has the worst mentors. Well
3: it's honestly not surprising because he had a really hard relationship with his parents as well and usually when it just like has this is just how life is it finds parallels for you and you find yourself like consciously or unconsciously attracting yourself to the people um that... Are kind of like your parents that have done damage to you so it it doesn't you know it's not a surprise to me that he keeps finding these people that are like you're a piece of shit that's worth nothing so then Mm -hmm. he just furthers his thinking that he is a piece of shit that is worth nothing and then he's going to be 33 years old going to therapy on zoom trying to figure out what what went wrong with his life (laughs)
2: leave me alone i didn't say anything i just sat and sat in the silence i hope no one has that skip uh silence thing on their podcast and they could sit in that silence with us um joy finishes up what an underwhelming episode it sets some good stuff for later episodes but there isn't much to say about this particular one let the slog commence uh thank you for sending in your feedback joy thank
3: you joy i appreciate you you are wonderful
2: um, I do agree this ep- the episode was kind of a slog. It was just kind yeah. of like a meh Um are yeah. we ready to hear from the one the only DBk on his thoughts? On
3: this DBk, episode? I am Red day. Red day.
2: What up
4: though ladies? All right, maybe I just didn't get it, but like, could you guys explain to me like Joey's interactions with her teacher this episode? like because when he critiques her email, he basically says that she, like, takes herself out of the equation and is, like, not taking any, like, blame for anything. I think is his take. But then later on in the bar, he, like, says she's, like, a good writer and she has to, like, put herself out there and, like, this is all, like, about being, like, a good writer and he believes she is? Is that, like, what I'm supposed to get at? this stuff? Because I feel like when he critiques her in class, he kind of is like, you're not a good writer, right? Or did I like miss the point of it all? Also, I really enjoyed Jen's swim fan reference that that made me chuckle to myself. And yeah, I appreciated the teacher's burn where he was like, yeah, Joy, you don't get to the point for several paragraphs. <laughs> Anyways, till next week, ladies. Peace. Okay, so oh hold on also I was totally on team Dawson's side of for last week I think Joey being completely <laughs> ridiculous but
2: that's just me anyway yeah. the to number one Joey hater is DBK <laughs> but I do have an answer for DBK in terms of like his question about the writing I I think and I don't think it was done done very well on the show I think what he was trying to say the professor was trying to say is that like Joey's a good writer, but sex is really hard to write about. And so, like, she did a terrible job at writing about sex, and that was what he was using her uh, email to critique, like, and basically compare and contrast with someone who did do a good job writing about sex. At least I think.
3: Um,
2: Okay, so is it... Do you think sex is hard to write about? I think... um, Make it not cheesy, I guess. Yeah, I think that his point is, like, you're either beating around the bush which is what joey is doing and not yeah. really getting to the point or you're like 50 shades of graying it and you're right. like he thrub he rubs his yeah. throbbing member on my <sighs> yeah wet thigh yeah. i don't know you know yeah
3: exactly you're right because i have read a few books like that and it's always very cheesetown
2: because it's like are you yeah. So I think that's what the problem was. I think that's what the professor was getting at. Now he's a complete dickhole and is harassing his student, but like, mm-hmm. that's what I got from the, the, the conversation at least. Yeah. Um. But yeah, of course, DBK wasn't on team Joey. I was mostly on team Joey with the exception that I think that Joey overreacted at the end of the day. I think it was a bit of an overreaction, but I do understand where she's coming from. Um, mm-hmm. And we also have a voicemail from Kimmy. Let's hear what she has to say.
5: Hello. Listen, this show is pure comedy right now. Like, I just, everybody knows that Joey in particular, but every single person would look very carefully at w- where they were sending the email. This could never have happened. Secondly, why <laughs> does that listserv exist? You <laughs> can't okay. just be sending things to the entire campus all willy-nilly because crazy things like this happen and i just let's talk about pacey for a little bit i really feel like this guy is hitting on him it's very weird his obsession with pacey like i don't really get it in no way in the world would pacey be like oh yeah i get to act like a misogynistic asshole sign me up let me go to the deepest darkest worst parts of me what what is that what's happening here are they trying to assassinate everybody's character at the end? It's yeah. just like, let's go for it. Speaking of which, why in the world do we have to continue this professor's storyline hitting on? Can Jack not like someone his own age? I just don't understand. Also, Audrey, go to class. Go to class. I'm sorry I sound so angry. I'm actually, um, I find this episode incredibly hilarious. Um can we please get Jen the storyline? Because I don't understand what this future Academy Award-winning actress has done to sit on the sidelines while they spew all the rest of this nonsense. Um, season six off to a strong start. You know, I, ha- I hate to admit it, but I think Eddie is the most good-looking guy on the show currently. Hey! Um, and I'm, I, I kind of like the chemistry between Eddie and Joey right now. That's all I'm going to say have a great day bye guys
3: all right yes. okay so much to unpack there yes Oliver Hudson is probably the best looking guy that we've gotten in a while yeah yep. uh, I totally agree with that number two uh Audrey's gonna flunk out of school, <laughs> she's is fucked.
2: It's very scary for us. She I don't know. It's not looking fucked. good. Yeah,
3: she is not going to class. She is partying way too much. Um, sure. What else do we got? We oh, got... Jen.
2: Jen is getting fucked royally, right? She oh, didn't get. Usual. She didn't get her own storyline at all. This episode. The
3: usual. They hate Michelle Williams. Where the I fuck have is no this? Idea. The supernatural
2: guy. Like, are we yeah. done with him? Is that? No, was he no, one no, off? No, no, no. What's no, the deal? No,
3: he's not a one off. Not a one off. Uh, do you think that Ricardo is in love with Pacey?
2: No, I mean I think he just likes to torment people because it's. Oh, you gonna earn your stripes, that fucker! Yeah. You know, yeah. like I don't like that, but I feel like that's what it is. It would be fun if he was in love with Pacey. Yeah, um, he's like, ooh, baby, that goatee, yeah,
3: <laughs> it really, does uh- <laughs> it it really does it for me. Really yeah. does it for me. Do you think that? Ronaldo gets to pick out his own snacks.
2: Yeah. He gets to put, like, I bet all the higher ups are able to, like, write on a list, like, what they want every week.
3: Yeah. Ooh. Like a writer.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, give me the Rice Krispies every week. I require Mm -hmm. at least five.
3: Yeah, they go to Costco and get all the good snacks.
2: I, I mean, oh my god. The dream is to, like, Go to Costco and pick out all the snacks for an office. Wow. I have big really aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our episode. Uh, kind of a dud. Hopefully yeah. next week's is better.
3: Yeah. Um, when we when we go into our office of SNSTM Incorporated, like who's oh picking my out God. the snacks?
2: We, you have to make the snack room. That's obviously your job. Yeah, I hope so. You'll, I'll allow it. But I do get – I'm going to have a rider with specific snacks that I require.
3: Like what?
2: Cheese sticks. Okay. No. Cheese sticks are necessary in a workplace.
3: I don't understand, but okay.
2: What are your snacks going to be? Is it going to be the fucking popcorn that is in that whatever oil?
3: Oh, yeah. I love that popcorn.
2: You'd really – what is it? Coconut oil. There you go. Coconut oil
3: popcorn. Coconut oil popcorn. I have this other popcorn that I really like too. I have a
2: feeling our snacks won't jive together. Why not? I don't know. I feel but like my snacks are more trashy than yours. Tomatoes.
3: Are. I like the tomatoes. I like peanut butter M Ms.
2: Okay, I'm down with that. Can we get chocolate covered almonds? Dark chocolate covered almonds? No. Okay. Well,
3: um, try. we can do that. I prefer chocolate covered cashews.
2: Oh, that's fine. Chocolate covered any kind of nut.
3: I'm there. Yeah, that um, I can do.
2: That's our episode. Do you want to hear what next episode's title is? Yes. It is instant karma, but. There's an exclamation point at the end. Really? Yeah.
3: All right. We're sassing it up with an exclamation true. point. true.
2: There is. Okay. I double checked. Wow. I was like, did I put that there? Instant
3: karma. Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is.
2: I know you're just quoting Taylor Swift now. <laughs> karma is my boyfriend. Is that yeah, right?
3: Karma is a cat.
2: What? Karma is a cat. Okay. Yeah, that's part anyway. of the lyrics. I believe it.
3: Will um, you listen to Karma? At least twice next week with me.
0: Why do I have to do it twice?
3: Okay, once.
2: Fine, once. I'll do it once.
3: Karma. Uh, oh, wait. It, can I give you the part? Because Karma finishes out the set list for mm. the Eras tour. So can I send you a video? Sure. Okay, great.
2: All right. Anyway, that's all we have this week. Sarah, it's a new month uh it's april do we Mm want to announce what our special podcast our bonus podcast with the theme let's go um we didn't come up with a cutesy name like the name we have is like kind of cutesy but not super cutesy so if you have a better idea let us know um the cutesy name is the type of whatever the type of thing we're doing is (laughs) i don't know what i'm doing it's i'm tired Hey, Uh, we know them that hey we know them uh we know them and basically what we're doing is we're gonna watch some movies that star some of the people from dawson's creek some of the actors yeah so do we want to announce let's announce the first one because we're recording it soon enough so um this was
3: requested on our suggestion box so we listen and we we do what you tell us to do we are covering varsity blues with james vanderbeek
2: yes two people two different people requested this i believe kimmy was one of them mm-hmm. um so we're gonna cover that that should be a lot of fun and then later in the month we're gonna cover a different movie but we'll leave that one a little bit of a little secret for now a so mystery. if you have any if you have any feedback for varsity blues shit ninety pod at twitter and instagram and uh shit at gmail.com of course if you want to send in feedback let your voice be heard if you want to send in suggestions shit is where you can do all of those things Sarah, what are you up to lately? Where can the people hear your beautiful voice elsewhere? I, know,
3: I got nothing. I'm here.
2: Well, you finished Daisy Jones? Oh, Finish you're Daisy on. Jones. You're on a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, I met your father, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, I'm watching now. So, oh,
3: great. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm going back to reading. I have to continue. What's my a book reading you goal. can
2: recommend then?
3: Uh, currently, I'm reading. I'm glad my mother is dead, written by oh, Jeanette wow. McCurdy.
2: That's a, and that's it's a title. Very good. Okay. um
3: her mother was a fucking psychopath
2: oh geez poor lady
3: yeah she insisted that she showered Jeanette until she was at least like 18 years old
2: I'm sorry what do you mean she like she gave her child a shower until she was 18 and
3: like insisted that she washed her hair until she was at least 18
2: that sounds abusive
3: uh exactly
2: I don't like that yep um you can find me at the jo Sterling on Twitter. I am podcasting about succession and yellow jackets pretty much exclusively because those two shows have taken over uh, my life. Um actually coming, there's another show coming back pretty soon at the end of the month. So keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, and your hearts full. Um, anyway, that's all we have. Uh we'll be back next week with instant karma exclamation point. Until then, have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask.